I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, everyone, we're here again for another episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardi, joined today by Megan Peters, who's back in action, and Christian Hawk. Hello. I am here. Uh, breaking news on my part, if we start hearing sirens on my end, apparently there is a 100-acre fire 10 minutes away from my home. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah, I just saw, I just got like a thing on my door about it. They were like, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. And I'm like, Wait, let me look this up. And it's like all over the news. And I'm like, oh. We've got we've got a burn ban in our county. We do like, too. Those, Hilarious. Those things are enough. serious. Those oh yeah, are very serious. serious. I can confirm to you, it was not me. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever, uh, whatever they think this is. But anyways, we just start hearing a bunch of sirens. That's, so, that's what we know. Megan's just looking for any excuse she can to just like. Honestly, this is joke, kind right? of a hilarious timing at this point. Like, where's Blastoise <laughs> when you need him? You know, like, <laughs> talk about talk about the ultimate firefighter. Listen, Blastoise, drop him down. Well, while the show was literally opening. So here is by my morning and very relevant in Pokemon related news. Ah. Today, Disney Lorcana, the, you know, the rival card game to Pokemon was supposed to open up pre-orders today for the set that came out at local game stores, but they're all marking up by like a thousand dollars for <laughs> like one pack. So it was supposed to open at 1030 Eastern Q gets delayed. It's supposed to open at 1130 Eastern Q gets delayed. I have meetings that I have to go to after this podcast. And literally as the podcast is starting, uh, our, our good buddy Joe from our, the assisting managing, assistant managing editor at comicbook.com text me and like, hey, Q's open again. It starts up an hour. And like, that is literally when I have to go. And now a cat just like jumped up because I pounded my fists. So I've been like sending out like marching orders like and telling people like, okay, you're going to get in this queue. <laughs> what you're going to buy me. And, you know, you do this for me and good things will happen. This has been a ridiculous morning. Anyway, why are they being why? Why, is, why are they being so stingy with like press cards? Can't you just get like, no, they one? so they sent out. So they sent me starter decks and they right. cut out. So every starter deck comes with a pack of cards yeah. and they cut out the pack of cards. So they literally opened it up, pulled out You're the pack kidding. of cards and then retaped it and sent it to me. No, that. Way. That's an impressive level of pettiness. What? Why? Um, I think it's because. Well, and there's. It's actually wait, a good wait, if you're going to tell me it's an allocation thing. Three press uh, press packs ain't going to fix the problem. No, it's because they <laughs> hadn't revealed the enchanted cards yet, and so what was supposed to happen? Oh and God, those those cares? decks were under embargo. Those uh -huh. decks were under embargo, and they literally got anyway. One of the largest press sites immediately. It, they that showed up on their front porch and they immediately posted pictures of it and broke the embargo. Like within like <laughs> yeah. 30 seconds. Like I literally texted the press person and was like, Hey, this came in. And then I get a notification of this like trade site. Right. And I'm like, Oh, and by the way, you know how this is under embargo. Did you forget to tell them this? And like, <laughs> I just got it. Uh... 
Wow. No. So, you know, it's meanwhile, it, they cut the packs out of your starter deck. They cut the packs out of the starter decks. So, um, you know, I'm appreciative for the starter decks. It's not sure. About, no, of course. Oh, yeah, for absolutely. Sure. But like, also, what, that is that is absurd. I mean, I yeah. joke about it being petty, but also like it goes to the lengths of which they know that. So had a, do not care about Lord it. Lord had a rough week. They're they're learning some rough lessons in the trading card game space. Set three partially leaked online last week, um, which if you, you know, that's a common thing over in Pokemon world. And, you know, it's right. kind of yeah, like Pokemon's over in the background, just like smoking a cigarette. Yeah, like time. <laughs> right. Oh, you're new here. I see. <laughs> so, so, well, Pokemon actually has been experiencing this, too, because I guess now to bring this all home. Uh, so, you know, for a long time, there weren't the same issues with leaks with Pokemon because Japan had the sets three months before we did. So right. it was not an issue. But now the timelines are getting truncated, especially with, um, you know, some of these special sets. Mm-hmm. So like Obsidian Flames, you know, that got leaked out. You know, a bunch of Obsidian Flame stuff got leaked because, you know, it came out at the same time as it came out here in the U.S., Sure. Um, and now they, ha- they are experiencing the same thing with this, uh, the, the what we're going to talk about today, the uh, Paldean Fates. Mm-hmm. A bunch of those cards leaked out online, and it's because they ca- they're coming out in January. I think they're coming out in December over uh, in um, Japan mm-hmm. because you know they they the the three month timeline's not there. There's more of an incentive for people to leak those, and sure. so they are leaking online. And so we saw. But you know what the Pokemon company didn't do? What? Take packs out of. <laughs> well, I wouldn't. I don't know. know. Maybe that's the next move. Like, that's maybe that's move. what we start seeing happening. Good God. Anyway, um, welcome, everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I said the episode number 235. 235. Two. This week's episode falling on the week of American Thanksgiving. Uh, so, uh, hopefully we, you know, maybe, you know, maybe there are some folks who are going to save this episode. Like if you're listening to this now, you didn't really get much news. And so if you need like an excuse to like dip from your family later this week to like go to like, listen to the show, that's fine. You don't have to listen to us today. You can listen to us on, on Thursday and you can go come back, be totally fine and whatever. Well, we can, we can be that, that respite for you. If Yeah. If, let's give you that break. You've had too right. much turkey. You want a nap? Pop here, come back, listen to us on on the Thanksgiving day. Exactly. And then, and then you know what you can do? You can tell your family about the podcast that you're listening to. And maybe play this episode at at the table. Yeah, just play it at the table. With awkward conversations with family members who you rarely see. Just say, hey guys, guys, (laughs) listen to this episode. Just put your phone in the middle of the table, turn up the volume, and let us dictate your thanksgiving and then when we get to this point in the podcast think of how meta that's all going to be right now right like i know when, honestly. when you start listening it's going to be amazing anyway uh this is a show all about pokemon we're glad you found us uh welcome i hope we hope you enjoy the ride we talk about everything pokemon related you name it we're talking about it uh we do some news up front we take a break and then we do a deep dive and then a pokemon fact of the week at the end also, we have a Discord. Check out the episode description. This will be in the episode description. So if you're wondering to yourself, oh, hey, can I uh, get in on that Discord action? It is in the episode description. Last week, I put it in the podcast description, not realizing I can put it also in the episode description. So it will be there as well. So you can check it out if you've been waiting. 
to try and figure out how to get in. That's the uh, that will be the easiest way now. Otherwise, you can just go over to um, Twitter and find us there and you can find the link to, to get there. All right. Let's get into some of the news, I yeah. guess. Uh, we have a new Scarlet and Violet event. Yep. It's a uh, Hisu and Samurott. It is coming. Speaking of Thanksgiving guests that are potentially uninvited, the <laughs> Ronin Samurai of the Hisuian region is, is coming uh, to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, that starts up on uh, Friday and runs through uh, the 27th. And uh, then we'll, or excuse me, the 24th and run through runs through the 26th. And then again, December 1st through the 3rd. So that is the new event. Also, speaking of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet events, if you live in Japan, and we know we have a huge Japanese uh, listening base, uh, there is a special uh, Dragon King tournament that is going on in Japan, um, which is basically a uh, special tournament. It's a single battle competition, but the requirement is you have to use either Corridon or Miradon in your team. In your team. And that will take place on February 25th. But if you live in Japan and you want to participate in this new online competition to determine which dragon rules supreme, you can participate in that as well. There is also, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if this is in the rundown. We talked about the Scarlet and Violet new mystery gift I just saw by going on to the Pokemon section of comicbook.com. Apparently, uh, you can get a special Dragapult. Oh, that was for like a limited time. It's already gone. Oh, it's already gone. This code will expire November 20th. That yep. expired today. You know yep. what's not gone? If you if you have $29,000, you can get that Tiffany & Co. Pokemon collaboration that was announced. <laughs> oh, 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 you weren't here when we talked about that, yeah. were you? No, oh, I, mean, I, I mean, I wrote it for the site. Yeah. But I'm just telling went- people, I'm just letting everybody know. If you're listening again to this podcast, it's still available. Yeah, I went to write. I it was really funny because I meant to write about that on Monday, and like the day got away from me, as things often do. And so oh, I went. I'm so I went, glad because I had so much fun writing that article. Went, <laughs> I went to write about it on Tuesday, and then I saw that you had started working on it. I'm like, oh, good, Megan's got this one. Mainly uh, because I was able to m- convince myself, or maybe some people who read that if you can go to Japan to get it from Tiffany's there. The yen is so weak right now to the U.S. dollar. You get a better deal on it. So if you're really, if you're really gunning for the Pokemon Tiffany collection, you gotta go. Hope like at least to Japan. Let that yen work for you right now. So I I said, I have a friend who is honeymooning in Japan. Oh, see, there you go. That's it, man. Pokemon. That's it. That's so, it. so I sent them an email asking if we can just get the Pokeball to show off. Like I wasn't expecting them to send the necklace, but I sent them an email being like, hey, this is so cool. Can we get one of the like just the boxes? And they were like, no, sorry. And I was like, oh, wow. I you know Jim, what, honestly, I appreciate your hustle. I appreciate that hustle so much <laughs> because for some people, the, the packaging is better than the actual jewelry. <laughs> That's it. I thought the packaging was great. Jim, Jim knew what he wanted and, and he went he, for it. He's like, you know, no. And and I'm sure the email went something like, hey, can we just have the Pokeball? And if a Tiffany, you know, piece of jewelry happens to be inside of it, so be it. You know, <laughs> um, if that's the only way that we can get this press uh, sample, you know, fine. Right, right. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just wanted the ball. The ball. Because like I said, like I was I am still shocked at how much I I like how that looks. Cause like I hate, I generally hate like that Tiffany color and all that crap. Well, maybe that's it. Maybe they heard the podcast and they're like, this guy hates our stuff. I don't know. Why would guy. we send it to him? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. All right. well, hey, uh, I think it's probably like the one thing Pokemon people won't scalp, you know, right. you might scalp the, the packaging, but I don't think people are going to be lining up for the twenty nine thousand dollars, twenty six thousand. We're going to see. We're going to. We're going to see the the Pokeball on eBay, and it's going to be like, what the heck? It really will. <laughs> Just the packaging itself is going to be several thousand. Right. Exactly. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the next thing: a Pokemon postcard promo in Europe with a promo um, card. Oh yeah. So this is a cool little thing. They are opening up Pokemon post offices in Europe. I believe it's England, France, and Germany. Oh. Let me get the exact uh, stuff. Um, so, yeah, these these little actual post offices are popping up across uh, across Europe. Um, it's uh, and you can head to a PokePost location. You'll be given a Pokemon TCG pack to keep for yourself. And that one you can send to a friend free of charge. And you get to choose between a Pikachu or Eevee themed envelope. It includes a promo card uh, with that uh, Pokemon and a Scarlet and Violet uh, fun pack. Uh, and so the, this is going to be coming to Edinburgh, Cardiff, Lyon, uh, Munich, Berlin, Bochum, and London. And so these are like one-day things. There will also be photo opportunities, Pokemon Go bonuses, and meet-and-greet appearances from Pikachu and Eevee. Um, so that is the promotion. I, I, I'm just going to throw this one out here. Oh boy. Since COVID, the Pokemon company international, like the UK division, like the Europe division, because this is all Europe. Sure. They have been so on top of things. It's ridiculous. So they've run this. They did the whole London stuff. They, they run, throw these like, you know, special like events in London, like Joe Merrick. We'll post about them. Sure. Uh, and like, I know other people are going. It's not like, it's not just an event for Joe right. and some influencers. Like, they're like press events and stuff like that. And they do that for a lot of stuff. And then you compare it to what we get here in the US. And I'm just like, <laughs> trash. <laughs> There's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I, it's hard okay but you also got to remember that like the uk is the size of texas okay yeah. so like if it was you know if the pokemon if the whole united states was just the size of texas then maybe we'd get more but that's well you know like i'm sure i'm sure if the pokemon company did something like this they would just treat it like every other company treats the United States. Right. Where do it in New York. Do it in New York. Population Chicago, only exists on the coasts. Nothing. Right. You know, sure. the, 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 the anything that doesn't travel. touch the ocean is barren wasteland. And, you know, <laughs> you know, we, we, we deserve what we get. And yeah, that exactly. is nothing. I mean, um, that's fine. Look, I'll take that over nothing. Yeah. You can fly me in. I go to, I go to LA like once or twice a year for stuff. Yeah, like exactly. That. See, uh, I'll pretend although, to be a coastal. Lady. Although the interesting thing that I don't like, this is, you know, I guess a bit like inside inside, but the Pokemon company has been making a lot of hires recently. They're, they're, they're in the process of making a lot of hires. There were a, were a ton of job openings at the Pokemon company over the last uh, month or so. Yeah. Um, the number, they had a number, they had like a number of PR jobs open, a few marketing jobs open um, and kind of across the board. So I wonder like, Wait, I wonder what PR. that's about. 
They had PR jobs open. Yeah, they had some PR jobs open. Mm-hmm. Were, were you'd, they, have to, you'd have to move to Seattle. I mean, for the right, for the right thing. Uh, you no, know. Christian, we've already established that that your banker salary is already too much. For you to consider going this. anywhere else. I, I will say this: the 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 PR team for Pokemon, the actual like PR folks, are yeah. some like the nicest freaking. Oh, seriously! Oh, they're great. They're actual cinnamons. Like, you know, the actual folks who work for the Pokemon company are just like an absolute joy. And like, mm-hmm. you know, that is a team I would love to work with more than like the once a year that I sure. work with them. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Uh, but yeah, no. So I like, I mean, I don't know again, right? Like, I'm not, not, not quite sure what that means. Right. But, um, you know, no. I mean, I oh, they're hiring an uh, associate influencer marketing manager and ooh, senior corporate communicator. I wonder what that's about. Yeah. So I know a couple of these. So um, the influencer marketing manager, the the guy who they brought in a guy who I think worked at Blizzard before mm-hmm. it was around COVID. And so it used to be that all the influencers were their own, you know, all they were the same folks that the press people interacted with. It all right. went through the same press people. And they switched that during COVID to they had a, a specific like influencer person, and he's done like an amazing job of it. And yeah. it's really been like value add for like both sides because yeah. um, he takes really good care of like the influencers, and like you know that is one of the reasons why like you know Pokemon has kind of like slowly but surely like you know cropped back up in terms mm-hmm. of like you know influencer spheres and stuff like that. Like yeah. you know beyond just like. VGC and YouTube. Um, so apparently that's going well because they're bringing in another person. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I got to imagine that, uh, that that part that part's doing well. But I just, you know, um, maybe there's maybe there's some maybe there's something cooking, or maybe people just found new jobs. Who knows? Uh, and they're just they're just backfilling. Uh, um, but hey, if you're out there and you're interested, maybe you want to take a shot working for the Pokemon Company, and you're a listener of the show, we'll take any extra in we can get. So go ahead, go apply. Uh, and then, uh, and then let us know and then I, let us know. I will say the senior corporate communications manager is about, you know, that's about where I'd need to be. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Throwing that one out there. All right, Christian well, is applying. Refresh your, your resume. Right get your CV yeah, together. That's right. Gotta, gotta get, gotta get, gotta go. Strike while the iron's hot. You're right. We've got plenty. We've got a whole. We've got a whole line of people here at the site ready to replace you here on the podcast. Anyway, so it doesn't matter. I'm that <laughs> <not> true. Thank <laughs> God. I'm, I'm. I am. I. I'm like the freaking. You know. I'm the one with my. You know, like Megan. Megan. Megan and I. I was going to say me, but that would be selfish because Megan is equally like attuned to these sort <laughs> of things. You. Yeah, I'm um, here for the. Like, color. You know, I'm not. Oh. I'm not so arrogant. <laughs> I'm not so arrogant to pretend like I'm irreplaceable, but Megan and I are irreplaceable. No, 100%. The, the weak link of this trio, Jim, is the one who's like, wow. wait a second, is there a new Pokemon game coming out? <laughs> <laughs> what What is this card thing? You know, is is do they have more than 151 Pokemon now? I, I lost track. Wow. Um, are you calling me a fake fan? Is that what just happened? No, Jim, I'm not calling you a fake fan. I think that's what you I just did. Think that you your just aren't, you know, you you're just don't gatekeeping. pay attention to the day to name minutiae, or I can't even say the word right. Um, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. You just don't pay attention to the day and day stuff. You you aren't you aren't in the trenches like oh, Megan and I are. I you know, you're bleeding and sweating. Look, I say all I say all the time. 
you're off going and trying yes. to trying to bilk Tiffany and company out of Pokeballs. <laughs> Megan and I are the ones writing about it. That's the difference between you and I, right. Jim. That's right, Christian. Uh, all right, let's move <laughs> along. I'm sorry. Latin American Championship? Oh, yeah. The Latin American International Championship was this weekend, and some wild stuff happened. Yeah. What happened? So, one, his Ewan Arcanine is just like the god king of VGC right now. It this you you call you called it all right? about on social media. Yeah, <laughs> it, it has literally won ever every major championship yeah. since like it was added to the rotation. Right, you called just this, like though, a while this, ago, like when the especially like when the card came out, you were like, "This is going to no, be no, 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 VGC, not T TC." Oh, 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 VG, okay, sorry. So yeah, so the VGC has has been the the big winner. The other thing is, is a bunch of new... So the last couple of years in the Pokemon TCG meta has been really defined by Mew VMAX and uh, then this year, uh, Gardevoir EX. You mm -hmm. know, and it's been very static. You know, those two cards have made a splash and they're all built around one of those two things. And they are getting busted up now. So we had a Muradon EX uh, that made a big splash. And then I want to make sure that I have the right um uh thing so i'm not like misspeaking my tcg Latin america i know uh i know NTV was part of it and um uh, give me a second uh where is my list at where did this take place uh brazil oh well I'm glad it went better than everything we've been seeing on the news about the Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> yeah. Oh, breaks my heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's last. I forgot. That's the, that was the whole thing where they like, they projected the t-shirt on that giant statue of Jesus. Yeah. The junior jewel shirt, man. <laughs> I, if you ever want to really unlock a secret about me, just actually start talking about Taylor Swift. Because <laughs> as much as I'm like a metal head, love rock, right. love metal, there's like the 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 Taylor Swift K-pop part of me. Mm -hmm. When you unleash it, it's dangerous. <laughs> oh my god, Megan, did I tell you I interviewed the lead singer of something corporate last week? Oh, <gasps> shut up. I know. That's, oh wow, that that's that's like a dream. That I right know. There, that's like a bucket list moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh okay. I I saw on Instagram they were coming. This is a total tangent while Christian is pulling up information. Yeah, I'm um, having trouble. Like, you're, I, you're had, totally I had it earlier today, and now I'm like struggling finding. Um, That's right. It popped up on Instagram that Andrew McMahon was going to be in Nashville. And so I, on a whim, just sent a note to his publicist and said, I'm hey. I'm uh, so mad at you him? because <laughs> Andrew McMahon is, I've seen him so many times. So many times. He that That was the first song that my husband and I danced to. Oh, uh, it was also the song we did an acoustic version of like when we walked down the aisle. It was oh my uh, goodness. It was it was uh, his song Fire Escape from his solo mm -hmm. endeavors. Yeah. Yeah. I. Andrew oh my gosh, Megan, I wish I knew. Well, I, I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Like our, our like wedding video is like a whole it's it's to an Andrew McMahon song. Oh, I uh, so I'm over here. Wow. That's okay. amazing. Six degrees of separation is a little bit closer now. <laughs> there you go. Just, just so, one degree. I, right. I found. I found. Uh, I found the results. 
Okay. So the number one deck was an electric deck that circles around Iron Hands GX and Muradon EX. So basically, and Raikou V. So like the thing mm. is, both Raikou and Entei V have made comebacks because both have a card draw ability. So mm. if they're in like the active card, so that kind of helps like move it up. And then uh, Muradon um, EX, basically you can pull in um, basic Pokemon and put them onto your uh, deck. Um, which, you know, helps amp thing, you know, like boost things out. And then Iron Hands EX obviously, you know, allows you to take extra prizes if you knock out Pokemon with it. And so basically that one, it's just, there's a lot of like really like synergies in that deck. So mm-hmm. that's like came out, like everyone kind of assumed that Iron Hands EX was going to be good, but like Muradon and the other, uh, other Pokemon is, is, uh, Flaffy. Um, where Flaffy is actually key to all of this because (laughs) um, Flaffy Flaffy has a ability that's Dynamotor and basically once during your turn you can attach an energy card from your discard pile to one of your bench Pokemon. So basically you're just constantly pumping stuff out and so you're just like you know just doing a lot of it and the runner up was Noah Sawyer who ran an Entei V deck and basically that is um, one that's all about having bench Pokemon so it's um it's Iron Valiant and Entei V. So, like, everyone, mm. once again, everyone kind of assumed that Iron Valiant EX was going to be good because it has this ability that when it switches into the active spot from the bench, you can put two damage counters onto one of your opponent's Pokemon, and you, like, combine that with um, Jet Energy, which, you know, allows you to, like, switch Pokemon up for free, like, switch Pokemon out for free. Mm-hmm. Like, you attach it to one of your Pokemon, and it moves in. And so, um, so basically another one of like these, like really like weird synergy cards. But the big thing is, um, is that it, it runs, um, you know, and also that runs encounter with yoga loop, um, is, which is Metacham V. So it's, it's another one of those like synergies where it's yoga loop. Um, and, uh, if, if you use yoga loop, you can knock it and you knock out a Pokemon with it, you get an extra turn. Mm. um and so it is uh it is really freaking cool so like the the balance of power has shifted in the tcgs (laughs) Um, man iron valiant is such a what a phenomenal design with that one i love iron valiant that they knocked that one out terrible shiny but phenomenal design no it's okay because no one's actually seen the shiny yet jim because it's not official well, whatever. <laughs> Still, like I'm just I'm looking at pictures of it. And I was like, God, like that's one that they they just, you know, when they nail it, they nail it. Yeah. No, all you know, like I said, I have very few complaints about the um, about the paradox Pokemon. All of them have been pretty cool looking. Yeah, I just wish they were like I wish they were choices. Them. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I, or more, right? Like, yeah, I, I wish there were more than like what we have technically eight species of each now. Yeah, um, I wish we had more of them, and it annoys me that this is just this generation's gimmick, so we won't see any more of them. Like, yeah. we will never see more ultra beasts. <laughs> yeah, I love those freaking ultra beasts, ultra beasts uh, awesome. just weird extra dimensional Pokemon. That are just eldritch horrors. <laughs> Pokemon. I don't know. They're just living their best lives. 
That's right. All right, we're going to take a break, but before we do, I do want to read uh, some reviews and some comments that uh, f- listeners have left. You can do this now on Spotify. Spotify, folks, head on over. There's a Q&A posted with each episode uh, where you can leave either a review or a question or whatever, and uh, we'll read them on the air. One of them I definitely want to make sure we read is from Sir Purple the First, who I know is a longtime Spotify listener, has been uh, looking for a way to get a sticker, and here you go, sir. Uh if Pokemon were to collab with famous mangakas for the TCG, which ones Ooh. would you like for them to collab with? Thanks for being a part of my weekly routine. Thank you for that question, because that just unlocked like a little portion of my brain that I didn't know existed. <laughs> I mean, my gut answer has already been done. Junji Ito. Yeah, that, that's like... Junji Ito's collaboration with Pokemon to this day <laughs> is... You can't touch it. I'm so sorry. Like, it's so good. Um, but in terms of like more modern mangaka, I would love to see it's it's either like two ways. I would want to see like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I would love mm-hmm. to see like um Hirohiko Araki take some of our like traditional Pokemon and just make them like avant-garde, flamboyant, mm-hmm. androgynous runaway models. I would mm-hmm. want that. <laughs> or two, I would want it to be shoujo, so like Sailor Moon. I would yeah. want it to be like uh super glitzy cute give them like new transformations uh, would be 25 so. percent better if it uh, <laughs> i mean just imagine sailor like like a geodude like sailor rock or something like yeah. i i would love that that yeah. would uh, Mateo in the chat saying castlevania style pokemon i mean that would be oh yeah yeah I mean, Devilman Crybaby Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, the, the, it's it's endless. But I mean, if or I will say this: if you guys listening have never seen Junji Ito's rendition, he's kind of like the Stephen King of like horror manga. He is like the the absolute goat for horror mm-hmm. manga and body horror and everything like that. The collaboration he did with Pokemon years and years ago so good (laughs) (laughs) one of the things we're like i'm almost like i'm a little shocked that that happened oh man yeah same especially (laughs) for like the time when it happened like today if they were like yeah junji ito is doing a collaboration with pokemon i'd be like okay that makes sense like pokemon huge for when they did that collaboration everyone was just kind of like double taking like wait what (laughs) Who, who is collaborating with what um but damn, it worked. It works so well. Um, and I would love to see it again. Like, do it again. Do it with some of the newer, like, creepy Pokemon that we've mm-hmm. gotten in the last mm-hmm. few years. Oh, and there's so many. I would love to see Junji to do that. And he's such a chill guy. Like, he's so nonchalant about everything. He's like, oh, people like my art? Okay, let me draw some Pokemon. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would love, I would love to see it, so... I think that, you know, my obvious, the one that immediately popped into my head was uh, Oda, uh, just because, you know, he, you know, animals aren't a huge part of One Piece, but, you know, he loves to draw them. Um, If you've ever, like, seen one of his, like, chapter, uh, like, his starting chapters, almost all of them, Mm -hmm. you know, with the exception of, like, the story-focused ones, like, feature animals in some way. It's always, mm-hmm. like, one of the One Piece characters, like, interacting with an animal of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that would be really cool to see him do. 
Um, the other one I was thinking of um, was um, uh, the the folks who do um, uh, uh, the the person who does uh, uh, B Star. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Paru uh, Itagaki. Uh, yeah. so they would be absolutely like fantastic. Um, I think. Um, because th- that would be one of those like weird, like, and I would kind of love to see them do their like. Pokemon take only, you know, because it's anthropomorphic animals, so anthropomorphic Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, with Just the exception imagine, of Miguel, which is already an anthropomorphic Pokemon. Imagine their take on like Mr. Mime. Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> <laughs> would be sexy, Mr. Mime. Um, oh my God. I, I love how like I love how both of you are just like you like you want more horror, you want more sexy, and I'm just over here being like with with just the way that that Horikoshi does like um, superhero stuff and my hero, mm-hmm. like that feels almost like a really natural fit, right? Oh, like yeah. There are yeah. plenty of Pokemon that I, I honestly am surprised that Pokemon really has never done more with like the main, you know, with, with manga, like I almost, manga collaborations. Like, yeah. like party wants know, to believe that Pokemon's looking at what magic is doing in some of their stuff with like some of just collaborations that they're doing on the licensed front. And, but more so just mm-hmm. wanting to do collaborations mm-hmm. on, you know, with like artists and whatever in Japan that like, that's, that's not happening. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's in, like, I, when you're looking at the scape of collaborations in manga and anime, there's definitely the waves you get over the years. And we've been in a dry spell for a hot <laughs> minute, but I'd say over the last three years, we've definitely seen a bigger increase. One of the biggest ones I'm thinking about is the Dragon Ball Super Gallery project that, mm-hmm. um, you know, manga creators from across the field have been doing uh, cover art tributes for Dragon mm-hmm. Ball to celebrate its 35th anniversary. Um, and in these interviews that they do with these artists for the collaboration, they're like, yeah, we collaborate all the time with each other, but we never talked about it. <laughs> now they're getting the chance to like really talk about the collaborations that they're doing with other creators. It feels like it's less, you know, for how competitive the manga market is in Japan sure. and now globally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm loving the collaborative aspect that we're finally getting to see a public facing form. Mm-hmm. And I would love for Pokemon to embrace that more so so right. and then just like and then can you just imagine if they just started letting like american comic artists start doing them like just give me give me a david finch uh ash ketchum trainer no, give me rob liefeld <laughs> pikachu i want rob liefeld pikachu Paul <laughs> color we're like dead serious i want that. i mean ser- seriously though mike mignola did did a series oh of- right i COVID. forgot and like it is like one of my biggest heartbreaks that I was not able to get the Bulbasaur for that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. that. Was that one was though that series of stuff that he did was yeah, th- those were great. Yeah, like give me give me that. Mm. Well, we'll we'll see. We got. Well, I'm sure it'll start with the manga. It'll move to a right. kind of more Western comic sphere, and then we'll just have like the there's no way we will be there. dead before it moves to the Western comics. Yeah, space. <laughs> we will be dead. Yeah, don't, don't, don't rain on my parade. Don't do that. I think the problem is, and now is kind of a tangent. I know we went to go to break, and we're going to run run a little long. But if this is this was a good question. I think the problem is that like the the big name, kind of like iconic, right artists in Japan are still celebrated as such, right? Uh, mm-hmm. where like, I, you know, there's still plenty of great, big, big name artists, but they don't get here on, you know, stateside, but they don't get anywhere near of the, uh, 
the attention that you know they did got it maybe even 10 or so years ago right like mm-hmm. you know um where like you know it's just the idea of a jim lee pokemon card is kind of like would be kind of amazing um mm-hmm. but you know or like todd mcfarland doing something like would be amazing won't ever happen ever but whatever all right uh thank you sir purple the first that's a great question for, for that great great question i gotta shout out mcgundam uh for making sure i mentioned sir purple the first so he can get a sticker and post it on the discord in our very new pod swag thread where if you've gotten a sticker mm. head on over to that channel and post where you are have put said sticker so we can see that they are getting good use um we got two uh others uh, on the itunes front one from roto gamer i think i read this one maybe not this was from the 14th finally i have a good pokemon podcast listen to uh, great people in audio would recommend to my friends uh and then poke kid wants us to do uh tips and tricks on pokemon sun uh i have a 3ds but not a switch pokemon fan if we get to that point it will be for you we promise uh, all right let's take a quick break when we get back we're going to talk about paldean fates get to the pokemon fact of the week and then send everyone home for the holiday week we'll be back in 60 seconds selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all right let's talk about peldian fates we finally have the official announcement for it including a date Yes, yes. It will be coming out in January, January 24th, I believe, is the exact date. Um, This is so at first I was really excited for the set um, because (laughs) it should be cool. Right. Right. And then I remembered how much I hate these shiny sets, shiny sets. And here's what here's here's why I remembered I hated this. So when Paldean Fates was originally announced, there's usually Pokemon Center pre-releases. And in fact, Pokemon Center had a bunch of Paldean Fates like stuff and you click on the link and for whatever reason, it sent you to the previous one, which is like Shining Fates. 
um, was the t- 2021 thing. So I accidentally bought a uh, Shining Fates <laughs> Billy Trainer box. So it's it's got, oh, cool. boxes uh, yeah. behind you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, so, so I accidentally, I accidentally <laughs> bought one. Um, it, it was, it's you know, here's the, here's the lid of it. Um, <laughs> so like, oh, I'm just, I'm gonna open it. Why, why the hell not? You know, what's inside? And I forgot like how awful the the pull rates for that set is. That one was pretty. That well, well, because here's here's how it works. We pulled out of that. Here, here's how this whole scam works, friends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the set itself is like 90 cards. So like 10 out of your 12 cards will be from that 90. Then they have some, then they have what's called a shiny vault, which is 120 cards, which only appear in like the hollow foil spots, you know? So there's like 120 cards that you only, and you're not even guaranteed to get those in the hollow foil slots unless they've changed it from 2021. So literally, you know, there are cards where not only you would just get the same 90 cards over and over and over and over again. Like just from the elite trainers box that I bought, I think I have like 60 of those 90 cards and I had like four of the other 120 mm-hmm. cards. So they, they do this stupid subdivision thing where your shinies aren't. And I'm not saying just make them part of the set. That's the one I'm saying. Why, why, why should I have to get like a worthless shiny Charmander? That's not a common card. Why is that a rare? Just because it's shiny and <laughs> make it worth something, but it's not <laughs> worth anything. It's not worth anything. It will end up being a five cent card like three years down the road. And that is why I don't like these type of sets. I mean, anyways, it comes out on January 24th. So buckle up. (laughs) (laughs) It's ridiculous. I mean, look, these and like out of all of the shiny sets that they have done, Right. And they've done almost four, five of them at this point. Mm-hmm. There's maybe four total cards worth getting out of yeah. all across all of these sets. There's going to be 240 cards in this set with over 100 shiny Pokemon. And I guarantee that of those 100 shiny Pokemon, those ones will only appear, you'll only have like a 5% chance of getting them in your hollow foil slots. This is, this is, this is, I mean, like doing this stuff is a form of gambling, but like, this is, like, this is excessive. Yeah. This is not, this is, <laughs> I am not a fan. Of like, like, look, if there is a person in your life who, uh, anytime you see them or talk to them on the phone and you hear the crinkling of them, <laughs> open a pack, that may be a time that may be time for an intervention. Uh, like it, it just, it just, freaking bugs me i forgot just how much like the this this these type of sets in particular annoy me and it's just like oh i don't like these uh, um so yeah so good luck palpatine face it's a trap set the only good thing that's going to come out of it is the shiny charizard ex secret illustration rare which isn't a recoloring of the charizard ex no terra ex secret rare it's a brand new illustration right which actually looks pretty cool. 
<laughs> it looks a lot better than the shiny uh, than the other shiny one so you know yeah the, so i was like looking it up just because you know i could um and that's like the only card that has like any sort of value right um that's all i mean that we I mean we kind of knew that going into this so yeah it's like uh, so yeah so like i said this set's gonna be yeah on the plus side, I finished up my Obsidian Flame set. Oh, good! Week. Yeah, hey. I finished that up. I, for some reason, I've been putting off buying yeah. the two Gita cards, like the Illustration Rare Gita cards. Uh-huh. And um, price. I, I thought because they were expensive. Like I think I looked yeah. at them like release week, and they were both like fifteen dollars cards. I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. And I like looked on TCG Player, and they were both like two bucks. I'm like, <sighs> purchase. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm back. We'll do. So, oh, okay. So, Christian, as someone who goes out to collect, you know, like looks to like fill out a set, what are some what are some tips? Because it sounds like waiting, obviously, is is key. Oh yeah. Uh, so, how long? How long should you wait? So, there's there's two ways to do this. Um, so, what I here's here's basically my cycle of how I get a set because I I've of of the five sets that came out this uh, year. Let me grab this good old spreadsheet. Um, I've got yeah, all Scarlet and Violet. Obsidian Flames will be completed this week. Paldea Evolved, I have nine cards left, and it's none of the expensive ones. So the only ones I have like significant cards left are 151 and Paradox Rift. Um, so how I do this is I go and buy a booster box if I can. So like release day booster box. If you wait, you usually can get them cheaper. Like Scarlet and Violet, like a booster box is like less than a hundred dollars right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I, you know, like doing it like opening weekend. Yeah. I buy the packs up until the point that I'm no longer pulling cards to put in my binder pretty consistently, which is usually about if I buy a booster box and elite trainer box, that's, will clear out all of the all but maybe one or two rare cards right from there it's basically a matter of setting a budget and sticking to it um so i have a weekly budget that i don't go over Mm -hmm. um and i pick which cards are affordable then the good news is is a lot of cards tend to drop in value pretty quickly pretty quick wait a month or two they will drop in price pretty quickly because there's always a rush of demand like like, iono is a really good example Mm -hmm. iono was a 250 dollar card now i mean it's still i think like a hundred dollars but right you know, that it's no longer nowhere Same. near where it's at now let me pull up exactly yeah so i don't know it's still a it's still a card but you know if you go back six months uh yeah let's go back if you go back to originally it was a 175 dollar card you know back at the start of it and i think they were going for even more than that you know that's right. off tcg player and so the savings there allowed you to buy other cards yeah so you know the price the price will drop um you know i like to go through tcg player as opposed to ebay the tcg player the issue is is that everyone always tries to go off with the market prices so you're never going to really find a lot of deals i do have a way that i can ebay hunt as well but I find that it's usually not like the 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 process of hunting uh, is not really like the 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 savings that I get is sure. not really worth the time that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll do that for like. Um, well, TCG trying- player usually has better deals on what I what I found. You can usually get better shipping 
And like, that's usually, yeah. that's usually what kills you on eBay is that like, yo, you may find a card for a good price. Yeah. Then they're going to want $12 for shipping. And it's like, yeah. uh, this is a card. Stick it in an envelope and mail it to me. That's how they, that's how they make up the, you right. know, that mm-hmm. loss is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, so that's, and so, and then it's really just about sticking to singles, not buying a lot of like packs. Like I'll still buy packs throughout like the, the, the cycle. Um, but like, you know, you, at some point in time, you just have to like recognize that, you know, if you're only searching for like a $5 card, mm-hmm. uh, it's much cheaper just to buy the $5 card than it is to like pack hunt. Um, yeah. because you know, that they are just going to end up with duplicates. Um, you know, if I were like more involved in like our local scenes, I'd probably have a better time of it too, because you know, there's pretty, there's a lot of people who love to trade cards with each other. That's a, it is a trading card game after right. all. And the folks I, you know, the, like whenever I attend to like an event, uh, folks are pretty generous with what they'll trade. They're not like mm-hmm. super obsessed with market. Like they don't want to get like, you know, really like yeah, they don't want to get advantage of. Right. But like, you know, if you have a card that's like a $10 card and, you know, they want an $8 card in return, they're not going to demand that you throw in a $2 card to make <laughs> up that. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, that those are like the big things is yeah. and and it's just like patience. Like if you're if you're trying to be a completionist, you don't need you know, there's no timeline to this. And very right. like with the ex- with the exception of a few like chase cards and there really haven't been one of those with the exception of maybe uh Charizard EX. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. And I'm talking about like the 151 uh EX. Like that one has been holding in value somewhat, you know, but other than that, I can't think of any cards that really have like held and value besides that. Um, Like I'm looking at some of the other Charizards um, like, and, and they, they really made up for a lot of, um, a lot of the issues. Yeah, no, that's not it either. Where's that <laughs> silly Charizard? Where is that silly Charizard at? Yeah, like even like the special illustration we're from uh, Obsidian Flames. It's a fifty dollar card, you know, and it's dropped pretty consistently in value. It's that's the value's decreased by half. Right. So if you just wait a few months, chances are you don't don't get caught up in the. Like Chase, just be smart. Yeah, it's it's, it's and right and like and I think what drives a lot of that too is like you know if you follow a lot of influencers or whatever you know who are doing pack pulls and you know like they get it and you're like and they make a, obviously you're gonna make a big deal about it and you're like oh and then you have FOMO, you just gotta just like just wait it out and yeah. then like I apply the same kind of I apply a very similar logic to right on when I am collecting comics right in the sense that like I'm looking to complete a moon a full Moon Knight run and. I just had to take a, I straight up had to take a break during the lead up to the show when the show coming out and even some aftermath of it because books just got too expensive. Like everyone just kind of like the base price of them just went up and then they've all come back down. Yeah. Uh, and like the and thing, the thing that you have to remember is, is that, you know, like influencers will create short term, yes. but like, especially now, like post COVID the they're still reprinting like Scarlet and Violet is still getting reprints. um like you can still find that in stores yeah you can still find that in stores so you know until those cards are legitimately gone from stores they're Mm -hmm. not really going to spike in value but like you know even even like you know i i remember the last time i was doing this um give me one second 
like um tapu coco i remember like the or ta it wasn't tapu coco it was tapu lele um i remember like tapu lele was like super expensive um and now uh, because it was like uh, it was like the like the card um and like now you can get them for like oh that's the wrong one um let me pull it up while you're doing that i would like to remind all spotify listeners that the end of the year wrapped is coming up mm -hmm. and if we show up on your list make sure you tag us or on instagram or whatever or drop a drop a screenshot in the discord i want to see everyone all you spotify listeners we know you're out there because you keep telling us you can't leave reviews on uh, on itunes you I, I i will even here here we go ready Instead of leaving a review on Spotify, if you if we end up in your wrapped and you post it to like Instagram or whatever and you tag me, Megan, Christian, whatever, you get a sticker. Okay? Boom. Make that promise right here, right now. So we'll do that. Yeah. But Christian, we are running out of time, so we should probably just jump the fact of the week. week. Poke fact of the week is Latios is telepathic. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Megan, you missed it. Did you? Um, do you, you happen to listen to last week's episode of or for Latias's Pokemon Fact of the Week? I didn't get to the end of the episode. Uh, Latias was is Blaziken was is also Blaziken. They literally what they, they did literally cut the Pokemon in half. half. The top half became Latias, and the bottom <laughs> half became Blaziken. They literally Gordian nodded this proto Pokemon <laughs> too. Yeah. Meanwhile, Latias. <laughs> <laughs> It's telepathic. It's fast. It's like a jet. There you go. Happy Poke Fact of the Week, folks. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Impress your friends with that. So, what yeah. I mean, terrifying, but I love it. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. We appreciate everyone. We hope you have a, uh, I guess you had a great time. Uh, hopefully, you get some time off this week. Uh, enjoy it with the fam or whoever you spend the time with. And, uh, and spend it, spend it with us, spend a little bit of time with us. Maybe, you know, you stopped at the beginning and now you're here and it's during Thanksgiving. Hello, everyone's family. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, best way to support the show, obviously leave us a review on iTunes, leave us a review on Spotify. Uh, and like I said, if we show up in your wrapped, we're going to, we're keeping our eyes open and peeled for it. And then also, uh, discord, make sure you get, uh, get in that discord. You'll find the link in the podcast description. You'll find it on Twitter, find it everywhere else. We hope you all have a phenomenal rest of your week. We will catch you at the same time, same place next week. Peace out folks. <laughs>